0: WHY I PRACTICE GERIATRIC MEDICINE Age is not a particularly interesting subject. Anyone can get old. All you have to do is live long enough. Groucho Marx You know you're getting old when all the names in your black book have M.D. after them. Arnold Palmer You can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. George Burns I am frequently asked what attracts me to taking care of the elderly. The answer is neither simple nor the same every day. It certainly is not for the money. A long time ago, the great philosopher, my mother, told me to become a dermatologist. If she was referring to money and lifestyle, she was right. The only problem is that it did not meet my needs. It did not satisfy my inquisitive nature or my constant need for challenge, nor did it satisfy my need to connect with people and learn from them. Through my work, I have had the wonderful opportunity to hear about my patients' successes and failures, their ups and their downs. Over the years, they have confided in me about deeply personal events, an experience during World War II, a new intimate relationship at the age of 80, the sadness of placing a spouse in a nursing home. What had worked in their personal and professional lives? What was working for them in their retirement? best of all, I find that I am able to pass these valuable lessons on to others in my practice. One of these experiences happened after I had been in practice for about ten years. But before I get into the story, I must explain that I have been a baseball fan all my life. My friend Jim is even more of a fan than I, and together we have had the good fortune to live out a dream. When spring training begins in Florida, many of the teams need physicians to perform physicals on the major league and minor league players. As a result of Jim's persistence and connections, he and I have had this opportunity. Not only is it a thrill for me to have seen some of my idols, they are now coaches and managers, and the young and talented player of today's era, I got to see my friend Jim become a little kid while he was doing this job. Once, when we were in Lakeland doing this job for the Detroit Tigers, I watched Jim become awestruck at the sight of Al Kaline, his boyhood idol. This was followed by a rectal exam performed on Al Kaline, the patient. On that same morning, Jim walked up to the manager of the Tigers, Sparky Anderson, and asked for an autograph. I have never forgotten the moment when Jim said, Mr. Anderson, may I please have your autograph? Sparky, a white-haired gentleman wearing his baseball uniform, responded, My father is Mr. Anderson. I'm Sparky. Sure, Doc, I'd be happy to. Performing these physicals has become a spring ritual for Jim and me, and we both find that it is one of the highlights of our year. In recent years we have limited our work to the Toronto Blue Jays, as their spring training complex is very close to our offices. I look forward to the phone call I get from Jim every year, telling what day and time we will be doing our job. One year was particularly interesting. In addition to working for the Blue Jays, we were asked to perform exams on the world champion New York Yankees, minor league players. How could I refuse? I grew up in New York, and the Yankees had won the World Series just a few months earlier. The truth is that the process is very much an assembly line, especially when doing this for the minor league players. They go through a dental exam, x-rays, eye exam, TB skin test, EKG, and blood testing before I even see a player. After I have completed my portion, they're on to see an orthopedist, and who knows what after that. On that morning, from 7 a.m. to noon, I examined 75 20-year-old young men, Most had the same life experiences. They loved baseball, played it from the time they could walk, and were playing in the minor leagues with the hope that one day they would make it to the show. By the time the morning was over, I had had a great time and gotten paid for having fun, but I left without making any real connections with any of these men. I rushed back to my office with little time to spare, and I skipped lunch as my afternoon schedule was packed. I had twenty seventy-five-year-old patients. I found the morning thrilling for what it was, a chance to mingle with potential future superstars. But I found the afternoon, which was full of older adults with chronic medical problems, far more stimulating. They had stories that were twice as old as the young boys I had seen in the morning, and there was meaning to their lives.